From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Well, here we go, the stay-at-home edition of National News for week commencing April 5, 2020, in our 25th year of non-stop news. I'm Graham VK4BB. This is the WIA National News. Interesting to hear of how the world's amateur radio societies and interested hams are stepping up to the plate and offering more, much more for we stay-at-homes behind closed doors. In India, Rajesh, VU2EXP, a regional coordinator of AMSAT India, says anyone there having a question on ham radio can WhatsApp to get the answer immediately. Yes, their clubs may have closed, but help is at hand on WhatsApp. Radio Amateurs of Canada have introduced two new online amateur radio courses so that individuals can upgrade their qualifications whilst continuing to practice social physical distancing. RAC Online Basic Amateur Radio Qualification Course, the course is being offered at no charge to RAC Maple Leaf Operator members, both current and future, who already have their Basic Amateur Radio Qualification. And in the US, they have successfully conducted the first ever all-online ham radio exam. Since 2010, there have been other exam sessions carried out remotely, but they have had somebody there present as they took the exam. This was the first remote online technician exam carried out with everybody online. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. Mr John Marshall, the returning officer of the Wireless Institute of Australia, has declared that in accordance with the WIA Constitution, Clause 14.1c, and the regulations as amended in November 2017, nominations were called for three positions which will be vacated in 2020. Vacancies on the board are created by the resignation of Director Harry, VK6YVZ, and the retirement of Directors Aidan, VK4APM, and John, VK4JJW, on the 9th of May 2020. The retiring members were eligible to renominate. Continuing directors who were elected in 2019 AGM will retire in 2021 and are Greg Kelly, VK2GPK, Peter Clee, VK8ZZ, and Michael Sob, VK8MA. The vacancies were advertised and nominations sought in the November December edition of Amateur Radio magazine. John has further declared that three nominations were received to fill the positions as advertised. An election is therefore unnecessary. Accordingly, the returning officer has declared that the following members have been elected unopposed to the position of board member of the Wireless Institute of Australia. Philip John Shields, VK2CPR, Lee Moyle, VK3GK, and Oscar Eduardo Reyes Salazar, VK3ZZK. These three members have been elected for a period of two years from the 9th of May 2020 until the annual general meeting in 2022. This has been WIA Secretary Peter for and on behalf of the WIA Returning Officer. Howdy, it's Aidan, VK4APM. Today I would like to provide you all with some feedback regarding the recent poll relating to call sign structure. This poll was exciting for several reasons. Firstly, it allowed the amateur community to have their say on a much-needed mechanism for permitting foundation licence holders to use all digital modes. Most importantly, however, it allowed the amateur community to have their say. 
It has proven a model for engaging with the broader amateur community in Australia, something that has not been done in this way before. One of the interesting activities following the poll was to review the comments that operators had made in the poll and the emails that had been sent to the National Office. It is to these that I would like to talk today. We know that around 60% of respondents chose option one. There were many comments provided, but there were three general themes. Number one, victimisation. Many people had highlighted that victimisation had caused issues, not just with the F call, but in previous incarnations of the call sign model. Number two, reduction of red tape. Many felt that reducing the need to change call signs would reduce the red tape and the cost of administering the hobby. Number three, behaviour. Many respondents felt that it's a person's on-air behaviour that defines them, not their call sign. One operator summed this up by stating, As a mature operator, and having felt the sting of the discrimination of calling an F-call, feel option one is a better alternative for amateur radio. My radio skills and responsible attitude make me a safe candidate for a three-letter call sign, but I have been surprised by some behaviours of higher licensed hams which could lose me as a newcomer to the hobby. Another operator quite bluntly said, reduce ham radio red tape or watch the hobby suffer. Looking at the other side of the coin, there were three general themes that existed for not taking this approach. Number one, a call sign is a badge of honour. Many felt that it is their call sign, not the privileges in terms of power bands and modes that they have studied for, and that option one dilutes this and provides no incentive to upgrade. Number two, how do we police the bands without knowing the call sign? Some felt that the lack of a clear identifier meant that they were unable to police the bands and confirm that others were complying with the LCD. And number three, change the software. Quite a few respondents felt that simply forcing the software manufacturers to change the software would solve the problem. My choice of option two would indicate that they were still new at amateur radio and would be forgiven for making any errors. And another, option four creates the incentive for F calls to advance if they wish to use digital modes. Maybe an easier pathway to advance should be considered. Clearly, this is an interesting topic. My view, for what it's worth, is that it's 2020 and the world has changed. The technology has evolved, and those who are foundation operators today will need to upgrade to advance through a syllabus that will no doubt include matters around digital signal processing and other elements that existing advanced holders will not need to study for to retain their license. I note that these elements are already in the Harmonised Amateur Radio Examination Certificate. I strongly believe that reducing the cost of administration, call sign for life, and reducing red tape is critical to the long-term survival of the service. Finally, we are not the police. We are peers in this wonderful exploratory world of amateur radio. It is up to each operator to appreciate the limitations of their licence class and to operate within those boundaries, and for the rest of us to take comfort in the fact that on balance, they will. That's all from me, Aidan, VK4, APM. Hi there, WIA Director John VK4JJW here and you may have heard about or seen some information that was published this week about the ACMA having made a final decision about the Amateur Radio Foundation call signs issue. Unfortunately, this is incorrect. To set the record straight and to avoid any more confusion, I'm going to read word for word a statement issued last Tuesday from the manager, Spectrum Licensing Policy, Australian Communications and Media Authority, and with his authorisation. I quote, 
ACMA staff have been considering submissions on call sign policy from both the WIA and RASA, chiefly to facilitate access to digital modes by foundation licensees. This follows the ACMA making the enabling regulatory changes to the amateur LCD in 2019. The Australian Maritime College, AMC, administers aspects of amateur radio on behalf of the ACMA, and the ACMA will seek the views of the AMC before making a decision on call sign policy. The ACMA will notify amateur radio stakeholders and will update its website when it makes a final decision on this matter. Unquote. Now, I just add here that breaking ACMA confidentiality by releasing prematurely unconfirmed privileged information is inappropriate, and the WIA will not breach the ACMA's trust, and as such, won't release ACMA information until ratified to do so. I'm John, VK4JJW. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. In India, ham radio operators in West Bengal are helping police in tracking down mass gatherings and sending vagabonds to shelters during India's lockdown imposed in the wake of the coronavirus outbreak. This helps us take swift action against those who are defying the 21-day lockdown, the police officer said. After discussion with police, we've opened a helpline number and are using our network to track areas of social gatherings and rescuing people in distress. There is a chain through which the network is working, Biswas told PTI. To South Africa from the SARL President's desk. With everyone now in preparation for the 21-day national lockdown and disrupting our normal lives in a way that some of us have not seen before in our lifetimes, I would like to convey a few remarks. Ensure to pay your amateur licence on time. Do not forget the club licences. Use this time as a good opportunity to keep growing your skills and to become more active on the air, to start or complete the project that you have in mind and to keep the interest in supporting amateur radio's future. Be assured that while we are unable to control this crisis ourselves, it is the reaction and response to the situation that determines how every one of our lives will develop. Make sure to follow the rules and guidelines as issued by the authorities. Ensure you focus on the well-being of yourself and loved ones, including domestic priorities. To Spain, Spain's National Amateur Radio Society, URE, has talked to their regulator and obtained permission for unlicensed people to use amateur stations during the coronavirus lockdown. Secretary of State for Telecommunications and Digital Infrastructures has issued a resolution granting temporary authorization for the use under certain conditions of amateur radio stations by people who do not have the required administrative authorization under the supervision of authorized radio amateurs. While the validity of the state of alarm and its corresponding mandatory measures of confinement 
that the use of the aforementioned radio amateur stations will be carried out under the responsibility and direct and face-to-face supervision of the radio amateur and under the conditions established in the regulations for the use of the radio electric public domain by radio amateurs. In the United Kingdom, Dave Wilson, Mike Zero, Oscar Bravo Whiskey, RSGB President and Ian Shepard, Golf 4 Echo Victor Kilo, RSGB Board Chair, have a message to radio amateurs. As radio amateurs, we're in the fortunate position of being able to talk to other amateurs and chat to those who are finding it tough going. Ian and I are asking you, as radio amateurs, to please do one thing for us. Search out local amateurs and arrange a scared. Not necessarily on air. There are many alternatives we can all use, such as video calls or even a simple phone call. Pay particular attention to those who you know or learn to be alone or who are vulnerable for whatever reason. We're all in this together. Please keep safe. BBC Local Radio has joined forces with loneliness charity Wavelength and a number of manufacturers and retailers to offer free DAB radios to vulnerable people over 70. The initiative is part of the BBC's Make a Difference campaign and aims to ensure as many people as possible have access to radio in this difficult time. Tony Hall, Director-General BBC, said local radio is a lifeline at this time and has never been more important as a source of trusted local news and information and also as a companion for people who are isolating. From Canada, a message from the RAC President Glenn MacDonald, Victor Echo 3, X-Ray Romeo Alpha. The COVID-19 pandemic is of particular concern for radio amateurs because ours is a hobby with a high proportion of seniors amongst our members and indeed some of the amateur radio clubs affiliated with RAC are senior citizen organisations. Canadians are being directed to stay home in order to limit their contact with other people and to flatten or plank the coronavirus curve. Isolation can have its own potential problems for people who live alone. Amateur radio is all about communicating and we have the necessary hardware and expertise to enable individuals to stay in touch with their families, friends and colleagues. The impact and duration of the unprecedented global pandemic we now face has yet to be determined and it's difficult to plan in an uncertain future. However, although the RAC head office in Ottawa has been closed indefinitely, the majority of activities and responsibilities of the RAC administration are now being performed remotely. In addition, the RAC board and executive and all RAC committees and volunteers continue to work on behalf of all RAC members and for amateur radio in Canada and internationally. With the final international news story this week, we turn to the USA... AL workshops attract international attendance. With so many ham fests and workshops being put on the back burner because of the coronavirus, a major gathering scheduled for Pennsylvania College campus managed to happen anyway, just a bit differently. Amateur Radio Newsline's Paul Braun, Whiskey Delta 9 Golf Charlie Oscar, tells us how planners pulled it off. The problem-solving nature of the amateur radio hobby brought out the best in organisers of the recent ham workshop, 
which was facing cancellation or postponement as a result of COVID-19 concerns. Instead of that happening, however, the conference went forward as scheduled on March 20th and 21st. Organizers led by Nathaniel Frisell, W2NAF, moved the event to the web-based conference platform Zoom. Presenters spoke from their home or alone on the college or university campus with Nathaniel as Master of Ceremonies, introducing each to the virtual audience. Yes, magic happened, as only it can in amateur radio style. For WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Ham Radio Operational News. It's a contact sport. I'm Felix VK4FUQ. Australia wins Commonwealth Contest 2020 team section again. Step on, VK6VZ has filed this report. For the fourth year in a row, Australia has won the team section of the Radio Society of Great Britain's Commonwealth Contest. Australia won, finished the contest with 35,683 points with the top Canadian, world traveller and New Zealand teams finishing second, third and fourth respectively. Australia too finished fifth overall in the team section with 24,453 points. The stations in Australia 1 were Kevin VK6LW, John VK4CT, Barry VK2BJ, Steve, VK6VZ, and Alan, VK4SN. While Australia 2 were Alan, VK2GR, Brian, VK3MI, Patrick, VK2PN, Steve, VK3JA, and Rob, VK6HG. In addition to the aforesaid, we were ably supported by four Wireless Institute of Australia headquarters stations. Many thanks to Lee, VK3GK, the Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Club, Grant, VK5GR, and Peter, VK6RZ. There were also some outstanding individual performances from Australia. Brian VK3MI was a world second in the restricted unassisted section with 6,092 points, while Kevin VK6LW top scored for Australia with 8,060 points and finished eighth in the open unassisted section. Honourable mentions go to Barry VK2BJ, and John VK4CT, who tied for sixth place in the open assisted category, um, while Steve VK6VZ and Alan VK2GR respectively finished in 10th and 11th places in the open unassisted category. Also, a big thank you goes to all the other Australian stations who took part in Commonwealth Contest 2020. 73s from Steve Island, VK6VZ, Australia 1 Coordinator. The date for the next Harrington Sprint will be Saturday, May 2nd, 2020, 10 hours to 11.46 UTC. 
May 3031, the CQ Worldwide WPX contest for amateurs worldwide to contact as many amateurs and prefixes as possible during the contest using CW. The VK Shire is the June long weekend, which is a weekend prior to the second Monday of June this year, making June 6 and 7 in 2020. IAAUHF World Championship July 13 14. Ted Powell Memorial Dex Challenge. Four award periods, each with three months starting in January of each calendar year, and two categories in the contest Most Wanted and Top 5. Top 5, you try and work the five Most Wanted DXCC entities, and the Most Wanted, you work the Most Wanted DXCC entity. The DX entities in play are those Most Wanted during the three month windows. All major Australian contests, rules, and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. Of interest to DXs here in VK, this report from WIA Secretary Peel. Paul VK2HV has applied to the ARRL for approval as an ARRL DXCC card checker. Paul holds an existing DXCC 150 award and is a card checker for CQ. Applications to the ARRL require the endorsement of the national body for amateur radio in the home country. The Wireless Institute of Australia, being the only IIRU-recognised national representative body for amateur radio in Australia, are pleased to support Paul VK2HV with this nomination. Now that the endorsement of the WIA has been supplied to the ARRL, it is ready for final approval. Once approved by the ARRL, Australia will have four DXCC card checkers, namely new appointee VK2HV and the three existing card checkers VK5PAS, VK3HJ and VK7Zulu Echo. Additional card checkers are always being sought, especially in VK4, VK6 and VK8. The WIA congratulates Paul VK2HV on this nomination. Use of ZM call signs during COVID-19 lockdown. NZAT applied to Radio Spectrum Management 4 and have been granted approval to treat the COVID-19 lockdown period as a special event. This means that, for the duration of the lockdown, New Zealand amateurs may use the ZM prefix instead of the usual ZL prefix on their call sign. NZAT hope that the use of the ZM prefix will help to relieve the boredom of amateurs stuck at home over the lockdown period and increase the profile of New Zealand amateurs and New Zealand in general overseas. Special Call ZT1T Tom Morgan is using the call ZT1T for the period of lockdown in South Africa. This period also covered the recent SSB WPX contest. All contacts are uploaded to LOTW. Tom asked that any QSL card requests are held until mail systems in South Africa and the rest of the world are back to normal. Star Trek Special Event Station Look for Special Event Station GB5ST to be on the air to celebrate 54 years of the hit TV show Star Trek, spin-off shows, Many Star Trek movies and for the continuing news shows upcoming in the future. The GB5 SD station will be on the air starting September the 1st and through the next six, yes, six years. The annual Intrepid DX Group Intrepid Spirit Award will go to the Perseverance DX Group's VP8 PJ South Orkney Island DXpedition team for its superb activation from Sony Island. The award normally is presented at the April International DX Commission in California, which has been cancelled. The award recognises and honours individuals or teams that boldly activate rare entities where their own personal safety is secondary to the pursuit of providing contacts to the DX community. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. 
I'm Bruce, VK3 Triple F from Sunny Bendigo. Worldwide Special Interest Group News, ATV. DATV Satellite Beacon Changes. The DATV beacon on the QO100 satellite has changed frequency and symbol rate to allow more space on the transponder for other users. The new transmission is on 10,491.5 MHz. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, CW. New York amateurs teach CW to school kids online. School was back in session on Monday, March 23rd, and if the students were surprised to find their lessons entirely in some mysterious code, well, that was exactly the point. The Long Island CW Club began offering free Morse code instruction online to youngsters kept at home by the current pandemic. The half-hour CW lessons were being given by Rob Zarges, K2MZ, in separate sessions for elementary school students, middle schoolers and teens in high school, with all students getting their parents' permission, of course. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. One thing astronauts have to be good at, living in confined spaces for long periods of time. Find yourself in a similar scenario? NASA astronaut Anne McLean recently posted a lengthy Twitter thread with pro tips for getting through your time at home. Her link is in this week's text edition, best read on wia.org.au. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Amateur Old Timers. Joining us now is Clive, VK6CSW, with a reminder that coronavirus notwithstanding, the Radio Amateur's Old Timers Club of Australia's April Bulletin goes to air tomorrow, Monday, April 6th. This month, as well as all the latest club news, we have for you the story of Larry Tesla, a pioneer of personal computing and associate of Apple's Steve Jobs. An item on Lisa Meitner, who was a nuclear physicist associated with the discovery of the atom bomb, and a report of the undersea expedition to retrieve radio equipment from the Titanic. As mentioned last month, there have been some changes to our broadcast schedule recently, including new transmissions via digital mobile radio on the VKDMR Network Talk Group 5, at 1100 hours VK3 time or 00 hours UTC. So I would recommend that you have a look at the RAOTC website, raotc.org.au, and click on Broadcasts for the latest information. Everyone is most welcome to tune in tomorrow and to join in the callbacks afterwards. If none of the broadcast times suit you, you can download the audio file from the REOTC website at any time as from today. If you do listen via the internet, would you please email your comments to us? Once again, check the REOTC website for your local transmission schedule, tune in tomorrow or download the file for the April Bulletin, and we look forward to hearing your call sign in the callbacks afterwards. Stay safe. And 7-3 from Clive, VK6CSW. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Rescue Radio. 
the ITU has launched new guidelines for the development and implementation of national emergency telecommunication plans. The ITU is taking the step to help countries better manage disaster response activities at a time when the frequency, intensity and human and economic impact of disasters is on the rise worldwide. A national emergency telecommunication plan sets out a strategy to enable and ensure communication availability during the phases of disaster mitigation, preparedness, response and recovery. This by promoting coordination and engagement across all levels of government, humanitarian agencies, service providers and communities at risk. ITU has already assisted several countries in developing their national emergency telecommunication plans with the setting up of early warning and monitoring systems and the provision of emergency telecommunications equipment. Hubnet DailyNet on the National Emergency Hubnet are running a daily welfare net regarding the national emergency on the M0HOI-I Echo Link channel node number 973498. It starts at 900 BST. Any ham is welcome to join in and talk about how they are coping with the national emergency. Hubnet has many repeaters and simplex links connected around the world. You can download the free Echolink program from the Echolink website, and it works with Windows, Android and iOS. I'm Bruce, vk 3 F On the social scene, keep one wavelength away at 144 megacycles. Hashtag 2 metres matters. Now remember, we're not broadcasting anything until November. So if you have something that's going to pop up before then, and let's hope you do, get the fresh information to us, because our calendar's wiped clean until that date. One important cancellation, just to remind you that Amateur Radio New South Wales Secretary Eric VK2VE, on behalf of the ARNSW board, has advised the planned AGM for the 18th of April 2010 has been postponed until such time a meeting can be conducted within. Now, till next we meet, I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly, stay safe. From Australia, this has been VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.